When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Even more. Turn it up and piss somebody off. Shake a leg and zip it up. Oh my God. Now or never, here it comes. Take yourself on a journey into the unknown. Yeah. Are you ready? Attention. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio. WMMRDB Rockford. What's up, everyone? How you guys doing? Oh, that moaning turns you on, baby. I got to put on a parental guidance on this show. I've had a couple complaints. No, not complaining about me and the way I do the show. I guess they like the first half of my shows. You know, the one over on Motorcycle Madhouse morning the mayhem earlier in the day but when it comes to the hollywood show the rocking with hollywood show i guess i'm a little disgusting yes i am disgusting they say <laughs> i thought this was a my baker news i kind of freaking scare some people i guess uh the thing is guys uh the biker news comes in the first segment of uh motorcycle madhouse morning mayhem on youtube and then after that it's uh you know it's a free-for-all just like it is right here on rockin with hollywood you know that's the first time you imagine i'm hearing this man that's where my haters out there just for you man uh you guys are freaking prudes some of you people man it, it, I, now i know what howard stern and man cow went through with all these sissy babies all, you know what? Here's what I tell you to do. If you don't like the show, go watch you some Hello Kitty shit. Because you ain't getting no Hello Kitty shit over here. Not happening. How you guys doing uh, around the world? How you guys doing in Discord? I am in Discord right now, guys. So I am on video. You just see my ugly ass face. You know, China Dow's cheese at work right now. So you got only me to look at. Uh, I want to uh, send a shout out to Donna over in Canada. You're all freaks over there in Canada. Uh, she working hard on the book and stuff like that. Uh, she's almost done, I hear. Uh, rock and roll. That is awesome stuff, Donna, man. I really appreciate uh, everything you're doing. I appreciate all the support. Look at little mama. That is my latte. Dino Queen, come on, homie. What's up, there, senorita? 
Uh, and then, of course, I got my uh, kilt wearer over there, the guy who wears a dress. Uh, yeah, that is uh, Rubik's. How you doing? Uh, also, we got Sergeant here, Gio. What's up, Gio? Grandpa Slayer, Jay Slick. Man, he's about slick. Let's hope that, you know, he didn't get the nickname Slick by leaving some slicks in his underwear. Okay, let's hope not. And then, of course, we got Morbic, man. We got to thank him for his service right now. Uh, just doing last read-through, Rock and Rodana. Hey, I sent you a message about Garnament or whatever the hell it's called. But damn, look at my girls in that Discord. Whew. Yes. Man, oh man. Uh, so who thinks I have to put a, you know, a parental advisory on the show? You know, you believe that, man. You can't please anybody now these days. They get all butthurt on your ass. I guess they don't like hearing about sex, man. Well, you know what? I kind of like sex. I do. Ugh. 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 I just like freaking just sticking that knife in them. Sticking it in there. And pissing them off. I love it. <laughs> Oh, man. So, uh, I guess today uh, we got some ass freaking awesome ass songs today. We're going to be playing uh, My Darkest Days as well as Savior's System of the Down. Uh, then Sevenfold and Dirty Honey, man. You got to love some Dirty Honey. Especially when you break that honey out and you put it on your uh, significant other, okay? We'll call it that. Because they were also butthurt about me making fun of women. Uh, too damn bad. It's just easy to do. And that's why I do it. But you pour the honey on their breasts and then they taste good. Now, if you got a rotten, you know, taco that you have to deal with, I suggest the same thing. But, it, you know, it, the order might uh, really kill you because then it's mixed with honey and that stuff. Uh, we're going to be uh, also... Funny stories from the tattoo shop. Yes, I gotta give some funny freaking stories. Uh, China Doll started that shit out this morning with me where I had a pierce of freaking hoochie. Uh, you know, 70 years freaking old, man, or some shit like that. And, uh, yeah, it wasn't the nicest smelling, okay? Uh, as a tattoo artist, I was used to the, you know, the raunchy smells. Uh, but this was just over the line, man. This wasn't cool at all. It wasn't. It wasn't cool. Come in there and ruin my whole damn day, man. Ugh. <laughs> you know, that's just like they say, sex, you burn off many calories as running eight miles. And then I always have to say, you know what? Who the hell runs eight miles in 30 seconds, okay? That's about how long I last is 30 seconds. You know, I used to be proud of myself. I used to be. You know, I was my sex drive was so damn tremendous. That Anne had to live like like 40 miles away from me because I was like all over that, man. And now it's just like, I don't know. I don't know. Two pump chump. You know, I'm more like a one pump chump now. And a lot of guys, they're like, you know what? Why are you saying that? That's like embarrassing. Hell no, it's not embarrassing, man. I get in there, get out and do my thing. What better can I have it? I don't have to work so hard. So, 
I don't know, people. I don't know, man. We're going to go ahead and listen to some Raging Embers to get this show on the road.
man, that was raging embers by Saviors. I don't know if you guys know, man, but Saviors, they're huge into riding motorcycles. They are a hardcore biker band. And by the way, man, I got a go-ahead from BMI and CSAC. If you got a band out there and you want uh, to come into the rotation on the show, all you have to do is send me an MP3 over at Info at InsaneThrottleBikerNews.com And uh, if you're good, I'll get you on the radio, man. Oh yeah, phone scam time. I'm gonna get you this time. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, I'm getting you this time, man. BP and Rockton. We're gonna play around with them. Rockin' BP. Uh, yes, this is this uh, BP and Rockin'. Hello. Yes, hi. How are you? Oh, what the hell, man? You guys are always hanging up on my ass and shit, man. What the hell's wrong with you people over there? You guys can hear me. What the fuck is wrong with you? Let's try it again, shall we? Uh, I have to get this BP, man. Uh, let's see here. Uh, here we go. Let's try again. Come on. with these people man never answering the phone for me you know this i gotta start fucking recording this again like i said this morning how fucking inconvenient you know what your competitors down the road don't want to answer the phone unfreaking real how unprofessional man never answering the phone at bp uh, you know what? I know everybody can hear me and shit. They act like they can't hear this motherfucker, but they can hear. They can hear me. Uh, so anyway, let's try one more. You know, if not, I know I got to go to recording. You know, that, that would be sucky. Uh, but, uh, let's see here. Let's see. Copy the number. Let's copy it. And then we're going to paste it, uh, into the phone. Uh, it's kind of running, uh, late here. Uh, let's see here. You know what it is. It's because of the fucking Discord, probably. You know, the computer don't have enough memory or something. So, let's see. We'll see here. Killing my show, you jackasses. Come on. Let's go. Here we go. We're going. Roscoe Burger King. Uh, yes. Is this the Burger King? Hello? The Roscoe Burger King. 
Yes, this is the Roscoe Burger King, right? Yes. Okay, I, I got an issue. I came in there, and, and I got a Whopper, and my stomach is just... Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I don't know if the burger was cooked good enough. You know, I got this stomach, and I, I can't stop. Can you help me? Hello? <laughs> oh, man, you bunch of fucking morons. <laughs> oh, man. So let's talk, uh, you know, let's talk freaking uh, tattoo shops here. I used to, man, since 1994. Uh, I owned one. I actually started out in Chi-Town, man. I went to Chi-Town. I uh, worked in Hammond a little bit before uh, going ahead and opening my first one up in Belvedere. And it was actually, it was actually uh, a real good fucking town, man. It really was. Uh, a lot of good times at there, uh, there, and a lot of interesting stuff. And like I said before, I was talking about you know what China Dow brought up today, as far as you know the worst piercing I ever did. But there were some tattoos that were pretty freaking raunchy. Uh, I was actually the one that everybody went to for all the messed up tattoos. Uh, I'm actually, you know what, I got the seizures and stuff like that, hoping to get them under control again. That way, you know, I might, you know, sling some ink and stuff, because I really miss it, man. Once you get into slinging ink, it's like, yeah, fuck yeah, man. It, it's the biggest adrenaline rush that you can ever have. And it's actually one of the best businesses you can have. Uh, because you see some freaky-ass people in there, man. You really do. You see some freaky-ass people. You, and you actually, the tattoo business has gotten so mainstream, though, uh, where I would have seen some crappy stuff in Chicago. You don't see that hardly anymore. I had doctors, lawyers, uh, cops that allegedly, you know, I, you know, put little <laughs> swastika signs inside their tattoo and stuff. But shh, don't tell anybody that. Don't do it. Don't narc on me. You know, it kind of happened. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I did some freaky stuff with, uh, you know, you never want to piss off a tattoo artist, especially when they're freaking doing that tattoo, because then you get some stuff like, uh, you know, I did, uh, and it happens, it happens, but another good thing about the tattoo shop, and China Dow uh, will attest, is I got a lot of pussy. There was a lot of pussy coming in that tattoo shop. They were called freaking, uh, what the hell was it, uh, roadies. You know, like a band and stuff like that. We had tattoo freaking roadies. They'd be in the shop, hanging around a little bit, uh, having fun. And if you wanted to partake, you could. You know, I had artists that were freaking partaking in that every single day. They come in with a different freaking broad. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys, man? Uh, coming in here, you know, one of these days you're going to get caught in stuff. Uh, but I was a good business owner. I was. I was a good business uh, person. And employees loved me. 
The one reason why they love me is because I like having fun, okay? I love having fun. Uh, the apprentices didn't like me too much because, you know, I treated them kind of like a prospect. I beat the hell out of them all the time. Uh, it was, a, you know, when I first came in in the 90s and stuff, it was a lot different tattoo artist than it is today. You know, those kids nowadays can throw some damn ink. Where a lot of us old timers, if you remember walking into them damn tattoo shops, on the wall you had all kinds of freaking flash. I basically called ourselves, uh, you know, copying machines and stuff. You put it on the stencil, throw it on there, boom, you were done. Uh, it was a lot more biker, uh, convict, military related back then than it is now. Like I said, you get a lot of professionals in there. The reason why employees like me so much is because I had an open mind. Now, China Dow will tell you how open-minded I really was back then. You know, a lot of people, when they run businesses, they're real dicks to their employees. But with tattoo artists, they're like a general contractor, if you would. Uh, I-9 their ass. They take care of all their taxes. I don't want to hear about it. Uh, so I treated them like contractors where, you know, if you wanted to do your thing, do your thing, man. I don't know how many freaking times, uh, you know, maybe I should put a parental warning again on my show because people get butthurt about me talking about sex all the time. But I, we had some damn good, damn good orgies in there. Oh yeah, we did, baby. That's about all you heard at nighttime when the shop doors were closed. They were closed, man. Uh, I don't know, man. I think we had to have, uh, and this what ha this goes on in tattoo shops, so you guys know. You know, that table that you're laying on when you're getting a piercing or you're getting a tattoo, no that it's been, <laughs> you're not going to believe me, but it has been used. It's been broken by the tattoo artists and their groupies. I'm telling you, it's true 100%. Them counters that you uh, go where they're taking their ink and stuff, again, they've been used. It, it's like living a rock-style freaking uh, lifestyle when you're uh, a tattoo artist, especially if you own the damn business. Uh, it's... It's something that a lot of people would never understand. It's really not like work. It's like uh, living the life of a biker, man. We love uh, riding our motorcycles and stuff. So I had it uh, two ways. I got the tattoo and I uh, got the ride. And that's one thing with bikers, man, that a lot of people don't understand uh, is when it comes to work, a lot of people are self-employed that ride, especially with tattoos all over the place. Me, I'm covered uh, from top to bottom, neck, face. You know, I couldn't get a job if I tried to. Uh, so that's why I work for myself, and that's why you'll see a lot of other bikers working for themselves. Uh, we got a lot of awesome truck drivers out there. We got the welders and stuff. So those professions really, ad, uh, you know, they don't really get on to you about the tattoo stuff. But if you're looking into going into an office type of deal, they run my ass out of the office. 
They wouldn't even let me near the office with all the tattoos and the shit I got on me, man. I'm pretty raunchy when it comes to all that stuff. But, of course, you know, I got a lot of uh, gangster art on, you know, my body and stuff. Uh, but, yeah, you got to watch out for uh, <laughs> what you're sitting on. All the memories are coming back to me right now. They really are. Uh, and you know what? You guys say I bang on China Doll all the time. She was an innocent, man. Don't ever, ever think China Doll was innocent in all this. Or poor China Doll. She was fucking worse than me. She was crazy. She lived the freaking lifestyle within the tattoo community. Oh, my God, did she... Yeah. You know, I uh, Rubik's, he was actually, uh, he came to our shop a few times, and he used to hang out and stuff, so Rubik's can tell you how bad it got over there, uh, but that's every damn tattoo shop around, man, uh, it's just a flaming 24-7 freaking party, if you know how to, uh, you know, draw and stuff, there's the apprentice programs that we used to have. They're a lot different again today than they used to be, where we would beat the hell out of them. You'd hear about uh, apprentice baseball and shit. Uh, it's, it wouldn't happen now, man. Them motherfuckers get you arrested and shit. Uh, so, yeah, dark days, man, dark days. Let's listen to uh, Move Your Body.
my darkest days you know what when it, it move your body that got me thinking about women's first lesbian experiences now i got to enjoy that close up uh china doll's first one and i remember it like it was yesterday now women they're gonna tell you that they're most of them don't want to have a lesbian experience that is very freaking untrue untrue they can't lie to me about that kind of stuff so that song like freaking sparked some memories in me i remember her first time it was uh elmwood park it was in the house and i had that living girl at the time and this was really at the start of the relationship with everything popping off and stuff so we're around there and we're just chilling in the uh, it had to be the living room yeah no actually it was on the back porch because we had one of them screening porch it was a bungalow home you know those are chicago famous so we were sitting there having fun and all that good stuff talking and i said you know what let's go move this party into the bedroom see i'm very very blunt and I think that's a problem with men. They're not blunt enough. You know, I said, why don't we go in there and finish this party off? So we go in there, and this other one, boy, she just stripped off right away. I was like, damn, oh, damn, man. Strips like that, fast as fuck. And then you got China Dow. You could tell she was nervous. China Dow was nervous at this time. See, she wasn't a freak like she is now where she just throw off them freaking pants and uh, lay down and say come and get it that's the way she is now but back then she wasn't so i'm giving you a little secret information here don't tell her i'm telling you this stuff because that's going to get hollywood in trouble so anyway we're up in that room and it had to be the size of my damn studio, man. It's just small-ass freaking room and stuff on the first floor. Because uh, they took uh, the upstairs and uh, somebody was downstairs, so I had the main floor. And, you know, she I went to high school with this broad. She's been one of my pecker ever since freaking freshman year. Anyway, she finally gets their chance to get Hollywood's pecker. So, you know, she stripped off bare naked on the freaking bed, man. And I'm sitting there, hell yeah, man, my dick getting hard and stuff. It was, You know what? My dick gets so hard when the wind blows. Okay, that's how easy it is for me to get it up. You know, I know a lot of other men, they need a blue pill or something like that, but not me. I don't need that. 
Don't eat it. So, you know, there she is laying, and I look over at China now, and her face is just like, what do I do? <laughs> yes, this China doll, what do I do? So the next thing I do, I told her, you know, take your shit off. Let's have some fun. And this other one's just twirling her hair. You know how that is, man, with women. They twirl their hair and shit. Sexy business. So she starts taking off her stuff. And I say, let's get to it. And she was like, still didn't know what to do. So I said, you know what you're going to do? Here, I'm going to teach you. See, I had to teach China how to do a blowjob. You know, before then, she was a hand job queen. That's what she did. She jerked at me. You know, she would beat that pecker like it owed her money. So anyway, anyway, I knew she had some interest in women. So the first thing I did was say, you know what? Why don't you partake? And she looked at me. The fuck you mean partake? Like she wanna kick my ass or some shit. That's what she, that's where it almost came to. She wanted to kick my ass. And then the next thing I know, she getting on her knees and slowly, slowly moving up to the prize. And I'm sitting here. You know what? I was like that freaking. You guys ever see Spawn with that fat clown with the cheerleaders outfit? That was me. As she was moving up, uh, I, I'm out there doing the cheerleader stuff because I was like, hell yeah, man, keep going. That was me. Spawn, Spawn, he's our man. <laughs> you know, that kind of shit. That was me. You know, I was just standing back, man. I, you know what? That was the best memory. <laughs> anyway, I'm cheerleading her on, but, you know, I'm saying it nice, but in my head, I'm having a fucking party at this point. So finally, she gets to the prize okay and then she backs up i said what the fuck you doing over here i'm over here cheerleading in my head she looks up to me like this i was like look that way that's what you gotta do and she okay and she started uh you know messing around with the pink taco then she looks up to me and smiles <laughs> i was like she hooked <laughs> i got her hooked and then she began practicing a little bit this broad from high school is going off freaking nuts on her and i was like wait a second here then i stepped back from my cheerleading shit to my wait a second if she does it better than me that ain't fucking fair now, China Dow can really freaking go nuts. And it led from, you know, we had a good night there. But the, here's the problem. Here's the problem with this. You know, it's supposed to be all about Hollywood. Next thing I know, these guys are munching every time they get away from me. I'm talking, they're munching when they go for a ride. Even go for a ride, they're getting each other off. In the shower, they're getting each other off. I'm sitting back, what the fuck happened here? This ain't cool at all. This is actually a messed up ordeal. So women, you got to watch them, men. You got to watch them. Because once you introduce them to that kind of shit, they get crazy on your ass. It's like they almost forget you. It's like, hey, what about me? 
You know, we had a lot of threesomes and stuff like that, but I always had to go last. I was like getting sloppy seconds and shit around here. Now, how uncool is that? By the way, this is a uh, parental advisory. This show could get you offended. Uh, I just had to put that out there. Uh, Anyway, I hate being last. I hate it when it's not about me. So she's having her fun. She's having her fun. And the next thing I know, I'm hearing from both of them, you know, separate. And all they're talking about is each other. So you got to be careful that you're, you're going to turn these women into sex maniacs. Sex maniacs, I'm telling you. you got to be careful. Don't be like me, like the fat-ass clown in Spawn doing all that cheerleading. Because I, you know what, that was her first time. I was like, okay, cool, cool, this worked out. But she got addicted. Addiction is not good. Especially when it takes away from you. You want them to beat your pecker like they owe it. Now, now, let's go through a scenario here. She had hers. Uh, You know, I like talking about mine. I like talking about mine. As you know, I have some, you know, senoritas on the side. Oh, I love senoritas. You know what? I always say if I didn't marry freaking China Dow, I'd be married to a freaking at least two or three Latinos. I probably couldn't handle uh, the Latinos because they whoop your ass when you get freaking out of line, man. It ain't like a white American girl. They will beat your ass. They will grab their freaking frying pan or something and whoop on you. You know, you'll be in bed. Next thing you know, you got a fucking frying pan right across your head. But anyway, them suckers are freaks. Them suckers are freaks, I'm telling you. If you don't believe me, ask somebody who's married to a Latina. They they put me to fucking shame, man. You know, I'm like, okay. You know, that's when you talk, when they talk to you, okay. You can't do nothing. Because they whoop that ass. I'm afraid. I feel sorry for L-Dog, man. I really do. I feel sorry for her, him. He's got a cholo for a, a wife. She'll whoop his ass. You know, those cholos, they'll whoop your ass real fucking hard and real quick. You know, they get out, They forget the frying pan. They get out a 9mm and put it through your head when you piss them off. So be careful. Be careful out there. Nasty business, I'm telling you, man. Nasty business. Oh, anyway, hail to the king. Thank you. I know. Thank you. Here we go, Avenge Sevenfold.
Every once in a while, we just have to say it. Fuck, Fuck it. That's what I was thinking. Focus. Whatever. People do vote for radio stations. Radio stations. <laughs> If you want modern rock. WMMRDB Rockford. Oh yeah, WMMRDB Rockford, man. Thanks for listening in on the show right now. Guess what? I have to be the first one to take the fall for the team. I don't know if any of you guys out there have got this COVID-19 vaccine, but I was just informed today my ass is going and getting that needle come Wednesday. So yes, I will get it my first dose Wednesday. If I turn up to be a fucking vampire by Thursday, you know why. I want you guys to avenge me if I become a fucking vampire. You know, I'm a little worried about this. A little worried. You know, some people are having bad reactions to it. And knowing my damn luck, I'm going to be one of them. And guess what? China Dow's going to be at work. She said, fuck you. I don't need to take off. Oh, okay. That's cool. I, I see how much you love me. So I had to freaking, you know, risk everything, get there, and I'm going to get a shot in the arm and turn into a fucking vampire. Not cool. So, but I do know that I'll probably be one of the first, and I look at China now. I said, enough with your baby shit. Pull on your big boy pants, or big girl in her, uh, you know, case, and go get the shot because you need it. You work with all these creeps and stuff like that. You too, Autumn. Get your ass up. Get the shot. You can register for it. It took me forever to get on the list. And finally, they call me. So I got to go. And I guess the Illinois National Guard is doing the shots. So I'm a little bit worried there. Maybe they'll give me some shots or something where I can't get it up or something. That worries me. And, you know, I actually got to freaking check and see if that's a side effect of this uh, shot is if you can't get your pecker hard. Because if I can't get my pecker hard, I'm going to go beating some ass. You know, that just can't happen. Not to me. You know, it can happen to other people, but I don't want it to happen to me. It's bad enough that I have to mess around with a log, okay? It is a two-pumper. Well, actually, a one-pumper now that I uh, think about it. But at least that 20 seconds gives me some pleasure. I couldn't imagine living without that 20 seconds of pleasure. So they better not ruin, they, they better not break my pecker. That's what it comes down to. Don't do it. So, what do you guys think, man? Are you guys going to get this thing? I know Black Dragon got it. I think he got his second shot, if I'm not uh, mistaken. Uh, he got his second shot. Uh, he says everything's going good for him. I'm thinking, okay, maybe, you know, you didn't get the side effects. Maybe your arm hurt or something. I heard the second one makes you, like, freaking crazy and stuff. It, you know, puts you down for 24 hours. But, hey, it's better than getting the China virus, the COVID virus. Especially now when we all know that this Chinese lab let that shit out into the world. And ain't that scary stuff, man? Could you imagine if it was, like, an Ebola freaking, uh bioweapon and shit everybody you know running around with pus and bumps all over them and next thing you know blood's coming out of your eyes and you're dead ain't cool man 
ain't cool. And then that bubonic plague shit, they got a lot of viruses that can fuck us up. So, you know, it's, I'm looking forward to it that way, you know, I don't have to be a hermit anymore, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, man, but, you know, with me going under the gun first, then China Dow doesn't have to worry about it, she'll see my ass, get it, and yeah, I'll get a little sick, I always do, it happens, uh, but it is what it is. Tomorrow morning, uh, we got a very interesting show. You know, I was just thinking about it as I was talking because my mind races and stuff. Wouldn't it be cool to get some of my haters on the show? I love to debate them, especially since this is a freaking uh, open uh, deal. Nobody can censor me. I'm having fun over here. Uh, by the way, I just got onto Amazon Audible. I couldn't believe that one happened. Uh, iHeartRadio, now they're playing the shit out of us. I was like, dude, what changed, man? You guys thought I was all freaking nasty before. And it comes down to numbers, let me tell you. They just said, oh, you know what? Fuck that. Dude, dude's getting numbers in. I'm pulling his ass in here. So I was like, okay, cool, cool. Uh, it was, you know, but uh, Amazon Audible for a podcast to get on there is like huge. Uh, hey, Alexa, play Motorcycle Madhouse Radio podcast. And next, you know, I'm talking. Cool beans, man. It really is. It's cool beans. Uh, but tomorrow, uh, we got a segment coming up on the first uh, part of the show. A lot of people are going to be freaked out by my opinions on this subject well everybody except uh donna because she's reading a book that i got coming out she's actually uh writing and editing right now right in front of you uh she knows where i'm going to be coming from when i talk about correctional officers and uh motorcycle clubs there was an incident i guess last week when a ceo and we covered this story uh, got busted because he was a part of two clubs. And a lot of people came out and were saying, well, then those are cop clubs. Um, automatically, they're like, it's a cop club if there are COs involved. Do you know that some uh, one percenter crews have active duty cops in them? Serious business, man. And a lot of people are like, hey, my uh, sister-in-law's in here. Uh, she's getting me off subject. Anyway, they have active duty cops. And you're saying, well, how the hell they can be one percenter clubs if they got active duty cops in there? The problem with that thinking is you don't see the whole picture. Now, I hate cops as next is the next one. But what I do like is corrupt-ass cops. Love corrupt cops. Because there's a lot of things you can get done with a corrupt cop. And this goes for a CEO. So tomorrow I'm going to be talking about it in a broad sense that hopefully people could understand. You know, Rooster Katana was on the show earlier today. And you can get that on the podcast platforms. I put all the replays of the shows up on uh, the podcast and stuff. And he was talking about the 20th century biker compared to the 21st century biker i fall in the 20th century biker deal we think a whole lot different than the 21st century biker boy 
do we? You guys my age and older know this to be the case. You know, that's just like I was fun in this uh, at the beginning of the show because people thought I was vulgar. I was like, what? See, to me, I'm not vulgar. To me, it's like nat- it comes natural. I'm a natural prick. And that's the way things used to be. You know, J-Man, he probably understands. And, you know, Sergeant, Morbick, uh, Iron Horse, the rest of them probably understand that the way we used to talk back then is a lot different than they talk now. There's a lot of people that get fucking butt hurt nowadays. And it just makes you scratch your fucking head a little bit that they can say that. But we're going to be talking about this CO incident and why I personally think that the clubs involved were smart as hell to bring in a CO. Now, why would I say that? I'm giving you a little preview here. It's because if one of your guys or say a whole chapter or whatever it is, goes down, and they're in the joint. Guess what happens? You're going to be living the life because you're going to have some deliveries come in. Information is passed back and forth. I bet you guys didn't know that you can make more money in the joint than you can on the street. Serious business. For example, a spoon. Just a regular ass spoon. I'm not talking about the big ass spoons. A spoon of weed can go upwards of $150 to $200. $150 to $200 just for a little spoonful. Less than an eighth. There's other things uh, that comes in where you barter and all that type of stuff. So it's actually a smart move to have these type of people. Now, the GDs, the Vice Lords out of Chicago, uh, Geo can tell you, there's a lot of them motherfuckers as prison guards. Down in Mississippi, where the Royals are thick, a lot of the prison guards down there are, they have affiliations. So it's kind of funny watching all these haters Because I've been getting emails on it. Hey, did you see this? Ha ha, I told you he was a cop club, blah, 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 bullshit. And then you sit there and look back. I was like, you're an ignorant motherfucker. You really don't know what the fuck is going on. You just want to run your fucking mouth. It's like you have no experience on the streets whatsoever about what happens. A lot of our guys were locked up in ISP. Oh, uh, yeah, from our first club, boy, was that. A lot of them are doing life. A lot of them's passed away right now. But they had guards left and right. What we do is provide a couple broads. Uh, it's easy to hook a guard up, man. It all starts, giving you a little advice about prison. It all starts with a cigarette. Now, a lot of it, uh, joints right now are smoke-free. But the guards, they got their cigarettes in their pockets and shit like that. And you start buddying up to them. You get them to give you a cigarette. Then the next thing, you take it up level after level up to level. Because then you got your extortion game running at that point. Uh, Once he's in, he's in. And then you got it from the outside working it. Where you take care of them and stuff. You bring them the fucking broads. They're over there fucking. 
and making his life a party. But at the same time, you got this guy doing what the hell you want, making your money on the inside, bringing it out. Uh, now, I know a lot of people say, you know, well, Hollywood, you say they're not gangs. That's gang uh, shit. No, it ain't. That's actually smart shit. Uh, because you know how expensive that shit commissary is in the joint? So I'm going to be talking a lot about that uh, tomorrow. And I just couldn't believe... Uh, some of the responses that you get when something like this happens, because automatically, they're a fucking cop club. No, they're not. They're doing business the smart way. Unlike, you know, unlike a lot of these people, they don't know the game. So, that's going to be on uh, tomorrow's deal. Uh, we're going to go and listen to some Toxicity.
Oh yeah, man, that was System of the Down, Toxicity. I just seen uh, J-Man's uh, deal. Go to our Facebook page. I got the Alexa or Audible, what the hell ever it is, on Amazon. Click that link and you'll see the exact freaking show name. I don't remember if it's Motorcycle Madhouse or if it's Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem Radio. Click the link and it'll tell you which one it is. Uh, I have, uh, you know, I should know my own freaking name of the show, shouldn't I? But click that link, it should take you there. Uh, the thing that Donna's been working on is a book called The Brotherhood and Betrayal. And hopefully it's going to be coming out April 1st, I believe. Pre-orders are going to be starting uh, maybe later on this week. But so you guys know, I will be having a big stock of them. That way you guys can get them signed and all that shit if you want. Uh, but Brotherhood and Betrayal is a walkthrough of my time, how I started out. Uh, the organizations that I was a part of. And yes, before I did anything, I talked to the guys. <laughs> they actually reminded me some events they wanted in the book. Uh, but it goes through what I did, how hard it was, the things that we did. And there's also a chapter in there from uh, China Dow. She actually wrote uh, the last chapter of the book. And how hard it is on women. One thing uh, during all this stuff, when if people are involved in that, is they don't understand how hard it is on a woman, especially when they're raising kids by themselves. They're always worried if you're going to come home or not. Uh, I was gone a, a lot of times. It was more scarier for her uh, in the beginning because I was in a different type of deal. Then uh, when I got into the MC stuff, uh, I remember taking her to see the guys over in uh, ISP. Uh, most of the time we were in Michigan City, Indiana, where uh, that uh, prison is. And the look on her face after, you know, talking to him, like a guy named Lucky, I was real close to him. He passed away. Uh a lot of the people I knew are dead now. That's pretty freaking upsetting. But anyway, uh, it's going to take you through that type of deal. It's going to give you a little more background on the reason why tomorrow after you watch the show that I have them outlooks that I do. Because uh, we were always thinking big picture. We weren't thinking about what people said about us on the internet and stuff. Uh, we were making our money. It's a good damn book, man. Uh, again, China Doll's going to have uh, the last chapter of the book. She's got a couple poems in there. Real excited about this one because uh, the first two uh, books that I put out uh, weren't copy edited uh, right. And now I got uh, Donna on it and China Doll on it as well. And they're doing a really freaking badass job on this book. The cover's freaking uh, looking good. Uh, so, you know, two years ago I printed uh, New Age of Biking and Brotherhood. And that shit flies off the shelves every day. So it's nice to see that people purchasing your stuff worldwide. And I think this is really going to be a hit. 
Uh, it's not like one of them other biker books that are just thrown together and next thing you know, it's like, how do I do this and how do I do that and never get into the meat of the subject. And it talks a lot about uh, betrayal in that book because when you choose that type of life, the only one you got to uh, trust, and it's a sad state, but it's the way it is, is yourself. And there's a lot of moves you got to make that uh, a lot of people, especially in the biking community, would say, you know, that's fucked up shit that you did to a so-called brother. But that's just uh, the name of the game, man. It's just the name of the game. Uh, so hopefully you guys will be looking at that. Uh, and it'll be coming out soon, man. I'll let you guys know. Also, I believe it is Tuesday uh, that we will have a members-only chat. Uh, that would be in the chat room. And also, China Dow, you know, she's in charge of the Discord server. And she's coming up with new ideals, trying to get uh, lady more ladies in there. Because, let's face it, uh, you know, I'm biking is mostly a man's type of deal. So she's going to try to get women in there. And she set up a ladies-only text uh, channel as well as a voice channel where they can congregate talk about women deals uh and i know a lot of people got pissed off because the men can't get in there well sometimes uh women want to talk without the swinging dicks in there uh so i thought it was a great idea and you should see if you're a woman you're pink or yellow and throttle members are yellow i just don't have you know, with this new show happening, with uh, the radio happening, I don't have the time to mess around. You know, I'll go in there and say hi to people, but I don't got time to fully run it day to day. And there's a lot more people coming into it. We're starting to advertise it more on our other platforms. So I need somebody in there uh, to run it and get it right. Uh, so... We handed the reins over to China Doll. She's going to do good. Uh, one thing that really, you know, I was going to write a long-ass fucking deal today because I was pissed. They were like, well, I'm old school. Women shouldn't be doing this. Women shouldn't be doing that. And I was like, this is a fucking Discord server. Are you serious? This old school bullshit? Most people wouldn't know old school if it hit them in the fucking face. It's a Discord server has nothing to do with this, you know, what you're thinking. It has nothing to do with clubs. It, it's a place where people can come together, talk, maybe hopefully get together and ride. That's my biggest uh, goal for it is people get together and actually ride their motorcycles together. That's why, uh, you know, Royal, uh, the I keep on saying Royal Rumble, like I'm thinking about freaking wwf or wwe whatever the hell it is but the rumble in the woods that's to get everybody together have some fun uh live the lifestyle but you guys just got to remember that is it's a discord server uh why people got so butthurt over that shit uh i have no fucking clue uh, the girls just want a place to go, and uh, we need to up our women membership. And Thursday, uh, China Dow will let all the women know, I think it's at 7 uh, p.m. that she's going to be, no, 8 p.m. after uh, this show, she's going to be in there, and the girls can talk. 
you know, they can have their little talking and stuff like that, uh, having their fun, uh, but it's nothing about, you know, starting this or that or drama. It's like, damn, man, that's some drama-ass shit. And that's one of the reasons why when people were asking me to start the Discord server, I was like, I don't know, man. I don't know. And I got a lot of people pushing me on it. I was like, okay, maybe it'll be a good thing, but I can't deal with drama, man. I'm just not like that. Uh, so, but China Dow will be uh, letting you guys know uh, women uh, Thursday, I think it is. You know, one or two or three, you know, hopefully the women start passing it around to their friends. And one thing about that, guys, is if we get more women in there, they're in the chat room in the Google or in the general and then there's more women to talk to see people don't think about the whole picture like me so good luck to China on that if you guys have a problem or you got uh, something to make it better just uh, what is that DM or private message her and let her know man she'll answer that's the way she is as far as the format is concerned and the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I heard some issues today. Biker News. Everything Biker is on the first segment, which is YouTube. Then we come over here on the radio. What a lot of people have to understand is it's just not bikers on this radio station. We got all kinds of people on this because of the music. They sit there. They listen to it. They love it. So we talk about all kinds of different subjects on the second uh, half of the show, which is usually an hour long. And then at nighttime, I just go friggin' stupid. You know, I know some women are going to be like, you know what, he's vulgar. Well, you know, that's the way the fuck I am. Uh, you don't like it, turn that dial, as they used to say. Uh, so hopefully that uh, answered a lot of your guys' question as far as the Discord move today. I can't even get into the ladies' room. Nor do I want to, because I don't want to hear the freaking bitches on their period and shit. You know, I that's just something for them. I don't care about it. You know, I'm not interested in it. Uh, all I know is it could bring a lot more women to the server. It's kind of like a bar. If you bring the women in, you're going to get packed. And that's what I'm hoping China Dow can really do is get it packed with some female species. That way you males can have some fucking fun. <laughs> so anyway, thanks for uh, listening to the show tonight. I'll be back on at uh, 8 o'clock on the YouTube channel with the premiere and then back with China Dow for the second uh, half of the show. You guys enjoy your night. I'm going to give you some uh, skid row and then turn you over to the auto DJ.
yeah, baby, that was Skid Row, man. Hey, China Dow, don't forget, I'm hungry over here, man. You never feed me. You never feed me. Uh, so I'll see you guys tomorrow. I'm out This radio station plays more music. More music like this. I went to a most unbiased and trusted biker news now at harleyliberty.com founded in 2012 insane throttle biker news has been the place that all bikers come for what's happening in the scene go over now and bookmark harleyliberty.com rock on